we found out some sad news this morning. Which we really didn't know until about this morning. the passing of an actress. Apparently it happened on Saturday. Yep. But because of all the commotion, we just heard about it today, three days later. Yep. And that is that Joyce Randolph, the last surviving original cast member of The Honeymooners, has passed away at the age of 99. In her sleep. Yes. Yeah. So uh, we were very surprised, actually. We thought she was still alive and well, but apparently she hasn't been for three days. <laughs> we're off by a little while. We are off by a little Not bit. by too much, though. No. Uh -uh. I am a fan of The Honeymooners, as you know. Mm-hmm. Because it's just one of those iconic shows. I remember my first exposure to it was in the early 90s. It was on Channel 12 out here, but it was on like really late at night. Uh -huh. I, I think at like 1 in the morning or one thirty. Wow. Something crazy like that. Mm -hmm. And one night me and my sister are staying up. She had already seen the show, but I hadn't. It was mm -hmm. the episode, I don't think we've watched it yet, where... Um, one of Alice's, I think it's her younger cousin is getting married and it's like the same day as either like a football game or a fishing expedition. Uh -huh. So Ralph decides that he can't miss whatever it is that's going to be going on that day. He goes over to where Alice's niece or cousin is at to try to convince her to run away with the guy and get married earlier. <laughs> And if I remember the episode right, she ends up, he's helping her escape, but she ends up getting in a fight with her guy and they break up. <laughs> that's that's got to be a funny episode. Something like that. That's funny. I've not watched that episode since, so I'm sorry I got some details wrong. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it, and when I was sick with Mono, I watched that show. Uh -huh. Did you download that? I have a copy of it on my hard drive, but okay. it's also on YouTube, most of the episodes, as you okay. know. And last night we started viewing the program, which is odd timing when you think about it. It is very odd timing, but then we, we also didn't know about Joyce Randolph's death until this morning. Exactly. But I was in a honeymooner's mood last night because I'm like, you know what? Why don't why don't we switch it up here? I mean, we've we've been watching movies since you got here. I figured, why don't we have a show night and and you know do like a mini Honeymooners marathon. Before we get into specific episodes, yeah. how does the, it compare to what you thought it was going to be in your head before we started watching? I didn't it? know what to expect. I mean, I heard about Ralph and Alice crammed in. I heard of, uh, you know, little commercials that did little parodies on Ralph and Alice crammed in. Mm -hmm. uh, and... Um, you know, people were referring to Ralph Cram Cramden. I'm thinking, who's Ralph Cramden? <laughs> and and I've heard of the Honeymooners, but I didn't really hear much about it. I really didn't. I just, I didn't heard, of course, bang, zoom, to the moon, Alice. Did you, yeah. was it as funny as you thought it was going to be or more funny? Um, well, you are really hyping it up, yes. right? And and so far things that you've shown me uh for the most part I really like. I mean there there some there were some misses but Yeah. But most of the time when you tell me about a TV show for the most part I like it. Um I didn't know what to expect honestly. I'm thinking okay, an old married couple from Brooklyn, okay, this could be really well actually they weren't old. They're younger than we are now. They're younger than we are now, but they were older than our parents back then. Yeah. So, you know. Um so I'm thinking, okay, uh, a young, uh, youngish couple from Brooklyn, and it's in the 50s. It could be really funny, but I don't know. And then you you explained to me that it was a live broadcast, like really, really live. It's like Saturday Night Live mm -hmm. type live. It's not, so a lot of shows will say that we're live in front of a studio audience, yeah. and then they record it and air it maybe a couple months later. This is as they're doing it, the entire country is watching it live okay um and the show i mean we should probably state some stuff right here there's other shows that come along later yeah. that don't get the for lack of a better term the forgiveness that i give the honeymooners right because there are some things in there that you could say oh that's stereotypical sitcom stuff yeah. like an example i could give you is when they adopt the dogs 
You don't hear about them afterwards. No, you right? don't. And that's no. a sitcom thing. Yeah. But this show you give a lot more grace to for a couple of different reasons. One, it was completely live, mm-hmm. which isn't very common nowadays. Yeah. And two, it was early television. This and I Love Lucy really set the template for what TV shows will become. So a lot of things that would become sitcom tropes later on that you would say, oh, that's dumb when it happened even in the 60s yeah. going on to today. It's brilliant on the honeymooners because it was probably the first time things like that were ever done on TV. And that's the reason it's done when other shows did it because there were imitations of this show. I think I Love Lucy was also live too. If I could think. Um, some of them were. Some of them were, but not all of them. Yeah, some of them were. I know the one where um, Lucy announces that she's pregnant was live. Yeah, and the one where she gave birth was not live. I know that. Okay. But it was a mixed bag with that. So this, every episode was live uh, on the Honeymooners. And Lisa in the original run, I know they did reunion specials and I can't vouch for those. But so that's why this show gets away with stuff in my head that other shows couldn't like the dog thing. And I won't criticize it for that because they were setting the bar for what TV would eventually become. Like, uh-huh. for example, you didn't know until this morning that Fred Flintstone which you started off in the early 60s, mm-hmm. was inspired by Jackie Gleason playing Ralph Granvin. On and I can news. totally picture that because Fred Flintstone is not a dumb guy, but he does put his foot in his mouth a lot. Mm-hmm. And he does make dumb decisions. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, he makes decisions against his better judgment when he knew that, oh, wait, maybe I shouldn't have done it that way. Right. Yeah. Right. Maybe I should have listened to my wife or thought about it before doing it. And he's a watered down version mm-hmm. of Jackie Gleason. Mm-hmm. So that's how long this show has been influencing sitcoms. Mm-hmm. Because the uh, Flintstone started in, I believe, 1960. Yeah. And The Honeymooners was already an iconic television program by then. Mm-hmm. Um, would you like to talk about specific episodes? Well... Um, the, the one that we saw, the Christmas one was pretty funny. That was the first one I showed you. Yeah. And it's also the first one I could really find on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I really, <laughs> I really like the one with the costumes. <laughs> yeah. Let's start with the Christmas one first. Yeah. The Christmas one is great. It's Christmas Eve. Ralph comes home. Alice put his gift under the icebox. This, and the other In thing. In the icebox or under? Under their icebox. Yeah. This is the other thing I like about this show is oftentimes with sitcoms, couples, it's like they may have jobs, but they're doing pretty well financially. Yeah. This couple, they have a roof over their head, but they're struggling. Yeah. They don't even have a phone until like later on. Later on. Yeah. And iceboxes were still around. Yeah. But people already had refrigerators by then because Ralph and Trixie had one. Yeah, and they also had a phone. So yeah. I, I really like that aspect about this show, I, too. I do, too, because you're actually it actually seems more realistic living in an apartment in New York. You don't have a lot of stuff. Yeah, and, and some people might make the complaint, well, they're not poor like the people on The Wire were. But you also have to consider this was family television in the 1950s. Yeah. And they did that. And a lot of families were probably watching the show, too. So Yeah, and I also like that they argue. Yeah. And they're giving it to each other. They're not just yeah, like, I, lo- I mean, they'll make up at the end. And that's a standard sitcom thing now. But they'll they'll get into it. Yeah, and it was in a time where the wives were expected to look good in makeup and dresses and high heels. And everything had to be rosy mm-hmm. all the time with, you know, leave it to Beaver. Yep. But she got mad at Ralph. Yeah, she did. I mean, she really like, well, I guess she'll never see me do that again. Because apparently... Whatever she would say, you know, it was it was just so great how she just gave jabs to Ralph because I, I really thought that there are times where he deserved it. Yeah, but it's also <laughs> yeah. not one of those shows where it's emasculating and no. he just takes it. He gives it back to her, too. Yeah. So so they're they're equally, you know, but eventually Ralph comes around and says, you know what? You're right. I yeah. was wrong. You know, and, and he was willing to say that he was sorry for what he did. And she was willing to say that she was sorry for what she did. Yeah. So it wasn't like. You know, he was a, a horrible husband and that would he would never change. It was like, I thought you were hor- horrible for a minute, but you're 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 fine. You they're know, they're a real couple yeah. as opposed to like you were saying, the leave it to beaver parents were the ideal upper middle class Americans at the time. And 
um, you know, Ralph and Alice Cramden are like the lower, uh, upper lower class couple. They love each other, but it doesn't mean that they don't fight once in a while. And it doesn't mean that they don't have money issues. Yeah, Yeah. but they always work it out. I mean, they always find a way to work it out no matter how bad the situation could be like. And we'll talk about the the thing with his back. Yeah, <laughs> that, was a, <laughs> that was great. That was such a funny episode. Okay, so the first one we watched, it's Christmas Eve, and Ralph comes back, and he hides his present for Alice in the same spot. And in another sitcom, that would have been the joke of the episode, mm-hmm. but Alice recognizes it immediately, and she tells Ralph, and they laugh at it. She hides his present in their bedroom. She tells him where it is, but what she neglects to mention is there's a mouse trap there. <laughs> so he gets his fingers stuck in that. It's really funny. <laughs> but you said you didn't see it, but you could hear the... Ah! Yeah, and then he comes back in and he has a mouse trap <laughs> on his finger. <laughs> Ow. Yeah, and then, and then Ed gets it on his finger, too. Yeah, so Ed Norton comes downstairs. Did he get it on his finger? Maybe he did. Yes. I, I don't remember, but anyways... And he asks, well, what did you get for Alice? Ralph got her this, like, place where she could hide her matches and whatnot. Uh, it was a box for her hairpins. Hairpins, I'm sorry. It was made out of and matches. And it was made out of, completely out of matches. And it was, uh, and he and he was saying that the guy told him that it came from the, the Chinese, um, the, oh, I'm sorry, the Japanese uh, emperor's house. Right. <laughs> and Norton says, well, you better give it to her tonight. What if they're looking all over for this thing? <laughs> And you know it's not from the the emperor's house. No, it's 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 just a way to get him to buy it. Yeah, that's hilarious. But it's also funny that he falls for that. And then and it turns out that the next door neighbor uh, gives her the same thing. Exactly. And so, he's like, uh, oh no. So now he doesn't know what to do. Uncle Leo comes upstairs and gives him a gift certificate. And Ralph is thinking my problems are solved. I can get this. I get get this for her for the with the twenty five dollar gift certificate. And then Alice comes in and is like, "Guess who I saw?" And before she can say anything, he says, "Uncle Leo," and he brought you this. And she says, "Oh yeah, I saw so and so. He just came back from the military." And Ralph is upset. He's like, "Why did he have to come back from the military tonight of all nights?" He ends up selling his bowling, bowling ball, ball so he can get money to buy her again. And then. And it turns out that she gives him a bag for his bowling ball. And he's like, I can't put the bowling ball in there. And I like that he admits it. And it's not just like she hugs him and is like, oh, I'm so sorry you sold that. It's just like, oh, okay. It's like, I can't because I sold it. I wanted to get you a really good present. Yeah. And I forgot what he bought her. Um. Oh, it was an orange juice squeezer. Oh, that's right. Like the one that Fritz got. That was a really great episode. Yeah. <laughs> what would look very, very sitcoming in other shows, this was really funny. Exactly. Really and again, funny. that goes back to it being the template for this type of thing. Right. She's squeezer. That's- so, yeah. <laughs> so you got into it after the first episode. I did. I thought it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. I think the next one was the one with the suits. Yes. The costume party. Yes. And he was using, and, and Ralph was using... All the things from the house, like the knobs from the drawers, and <laughs> but it's it's also funny because it starts off. He's supposed to have lunch with Norton, and he has this great idea to win the costume uh, party that I think their local lodge has. Yeah, but he needs to borrow ten dollars. And, and, and Alice says, "No, I'm not going to give you ten bucks. You go make your own." Well, but but before that, he goes to see Norton during yeah. lunch, and Norton says, "Well, great minds think alike because I already spent ten dollars on my costume." Yeah, and Ralph thinks that somehow Norton stole the idea, even though Norton did it like the night before Ralph You're said right. anything. Exactly. So he's like, "This is war. This is war." between the two of us. <laughs> and I love at the end yeah the costume is uh a competition is down between Ralph and some other guy yeah and Norton had to go and do a job in the sewer so he has this hazmat suit on yeah and he just walks in and they award him the prize and they think he's a man from space yes and the other guy uh and Ralph was supposed to, uh, they thought Ralph was something else yeah I forgot what it was <laughs> That's a fun episode. And your girl, Audrey Meadows, was like a 12-year-old. You couldn't get away with that. Yeah. (coughs) Yeah. Oh, and he has some weird line in there about no 12-year-old who's married to me is going to walk like that. (laughs) That was funny. Yeah. You wouldn't be able to get away with that. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
a CPS would be called. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they got away with a lot. Of, they got away with a lot of stuff. Remember yeah, when? Remember when the one of the episodes? I forgot which one it was. But he's like, "Well, you're, you know, my house is like a ship, and I'm the captain of this house, and you're like a." a uh, you're second like second class. You're third uh, class. Or third class, uh, a third class uh, mate or whatever. And, yeah. you, and you you get the you you get the food, you clean the deck, you make sure I feel good. That's all you're that's all you're good for. And I'm thinking, oh wow. That was the episode where they got the telephone. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's a good one. Because and I just love the idea that there's a sitcom that existed where the main characters don't have a telephone for like half of the series. <laughs> yes. Like they have to yell out their window yeah. or go use a, use somebody else's phone. And he's like, what, yelling out the window is no longer accepted? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yes. That's great. That's great. Yeah. But I love it how... Alice decides to get a job babysitting. And again, this is another thing that has become like a trope in sitcoms. Yeah. There's a miscommunication. Yep. Ralph's there at the barber shop yep. and overhears the guy, you know, getting ready to call his house. Yep. Um, and then he follows your girl Alice, Alice and he thinks he's yelling at some guy in the next room to come out and it to was defend his, his marriage and it was like a little kid a 10 year old boy I'm guessing the kid was around 10, 10 and, and he's, he's barely, barely awake and then he's like oh wow uh, see he mentioned the fact that um he the fact that he thought that Ralph was really fat but yeah. I can't remember what he, what he said it was really funny though <laughs> um another one that sticks out is when they go to the roller skating rink <laughs> And he wanted, you know, she wanted to be young again because Judy there, uh, I think it's her neighbor. Yeah. She was going to hang out with some 18 year old kid and he, and she's 14. And uh, what was that guy's name? Wallace. Wallace. Yeah. You know, and they're calling each other funny nicknames and things. And he's, she's like, well, I'm going to, we're going to go to the roller skating rink and skate. And we're going to go on the roller coaster ride and the tunnel of love and, and the bop contest. And he, and she's naming all these things. And Alice is like, I want to do those things. Yeah. So Ralph thinks that that's perfectly fine for kids, but not for him. Mm -hmm. And then he eventually agrees to do it. And everybody's skating, and Ralph is having these issues. There's a great part where he goes to get coffee for everyone, uh -huh. and he coughs as he's taking it back, and it spills all over Alice and Trixie. <laughs> and then they all get home, and he's starting to yell at them. But then he starts to break out yeah. and get it, too. I like this episode. I've seen this one before. And they, and, and uh, I think Ralph was like, it's not, it's, it's not so much how you feel, it's the memories that keep you young. Well, it's it's both, actually. I think it's all an attitude. Yeah. And the memories that keep you young, because if you remember those things, you can remember how to be young. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's true for people of any age, really. Yeah. This is a really good one. Uh, the other one that we saw, which I'm a big fan of this one, too, is you alluded to it earlier they're supposed to go to Alice's uh, mom's place <laughs> for dinner. Yeah, and and uh, Ralph comes home, and, and Alice is like, I bet he's going to say that I'm really tired, and I have to go to bed. But then 10 minutes later, maybe 10 minutes later, he's going to be like, hey, Alice, do you have any leftovers 10 to eat? 10 seconds later. Uh, sex, 10 seconds later, I'm sorry. Hey, Alice, do you have any leftovers to eat? <laughs> he's like, I know exactly what's going to happen. Well... He's telling her, okay, I've got a physical tomorrow at work, but I need to go to bed early. Mm -hmm. Well, she goes for a minute because she has to step out, and um, I forgot what she went to do. She went to leave, but then she came she back forgot her bag, she I think. forgot something. <clears throat> she forgot something, and then he, she sees him in his bowling, um, his, his bowling gear. It's gear with Norton. Yeah. And he's like, you are not going to go bowling. <laughs> <laughs> and he agrees, she leaves, and then he ends up going with Norton, and he, he wins the game but throws out his back. <laughs> so Alice comes home, but before she does that, they come up with this elaborate scheme to where Norton is going to sleepwalk, and Jackie Gleason is going to offer to stay at Norton's place so that they can put, like, a hot... 
a, a, a hot uh, pad, under, pad him. under him. Yeah. And so the, the next day he's fine. He passes a physical. And she only finds out about this because the guys who helped Norton take Jackie Gleason home come over with his bowling prize and thank him for winning the game. Yeah. One of the reasons I really like this episode is because it just sort of ends with him getting the prize. Like, we don't see the argument. We don't see the fallout, but it's very implied and, and that it's, something's going to happen. Yeah, and then, you know, it, it's just this funny how she's trying to uh, rush him to dinner. get up, You know, getting him um, uh, dinner and like, well, why, is there a reason why you're rushing this? <laughs> well, but the other thing, too, is... Yeah. If it was a standard sitcom, it would have slipped when he's helping Norton get upstairs. Right. Or she would have gone upstairs to give them something. And re- Ralph, why is there a hot pad under you? The way she found out is kind of unconventional. It is. At least from the sitcoms I've seen. Yeah. 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 So I dig this episode a lot. Yeah, it was really funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you think, oh, what if she doesn't find out? But she does. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Uh, the one that I thought was was really really funny was the uh, um the ninety nine thousand um, dollar prize that they, yeah. that Ralph was supposed to win. This is another one I had seen before, so why don't you talk about it? So Ralph gets on this game show, and unfortunately, he's not able to answer any questions, and he's super nervous. He wasn't able to answer any questions because um they ran out of time. Mm-hmm. So, and by the way, we should also say he was mumbling. Yeah. He didn't know what he was talking about when he first he gets on the show. He couldn't say his, his wife's first name. <laughs> What's your wife's name? Mrs. Cramden? <laughs> no, her first name. Alice. But even when they asked him what he did for a living. I bribe a dust. <laughs> You're right. I bribe a dust. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, you drive a bus. <laughs> and he's thinking everybody's watching it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> So he gets off of the show and he makes this plan that Art is going to come over every day and night and play him show tunes to get him ready for popular, uh, you know, to answer questions about popular well, songs. So sorry to interrupt you. There's yeah. that. There's also his neighbor lady. I forget her name. Mrs. Uh, she's named after like a pasta. Mrs. Manicotti. Manicotti is also helping him. He bought all these records. He okay. had to rent the piano. And Alice is thinking, we're going into debt just so you could do the stupid game show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and, it's, and there's one scene I thought was hilarious where it's like late into the night. We don't exactly know what time it is. But Alice is like, hey, Ralph, uh, uh, Ed, it's, it's getting late. I think, you know, people want to sleep. And then yeah. one of the neighbors comes by and she starts singing. That's top- Mrs. Manicotti. Mrs. Man- oh, it was her. Yeah. Mrs. Manicotti comes by and starts singing a, a tune. <laughs> and then the the funny part about this is every time Mart would play a tune, he would play Swanee River. But, but. Uh, it was well, like, yeah, it was like part of it to um, exercise his fingers. Da, 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 Bum, 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 right, yeah. and he's like, "Why do you have to play that before you play the song that I'm supposed to guess?" And and Ralph didn't even realize that he should have figured out what that song was. Yeah, until everything's all done, he's getting ready for the show. He gets on the show. He says, "I want to go straight to the ninety nine thousand dollar question." Well, he wants to go straight through. He wants to go straight because through. the guy stops and asks the contestants after each question. Yep. Yeah, and on the first question, they play the song, and he completely blows it. Like, it has to be taken off stage by he, he one goes, of the girls. Yeah, so he's like, he's like, he goes, the, the, the host is like, so who wrote Swanee River? And he's like, uh, uh, Ed Norton. <laughs> <laughs> After they play a couple bars, he's like, yeah. oh, no. And then he starts naming off these tunes and the, the girl takes them off and he's like, please, please, sung by Bing Crosby. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. That I think was really that was the good. last one we watched. Yeah. And... On a sitcom of today, they take that premise and their big innovation would be he'd get all the way to the $99,000 question and blow it then. The reason this is so great is because it's the first question. <laughs> he doesn't even get to $100. Not even a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> but if it were me and I was a contestant on that show, I wouldn't go straight through. I would, I would start. Well, he didn't even so. get to. <laughs> I know he didn't. That was even funnier. Yeah, that was yeah. great. Yeah. 
I think yes. the only other episode we saw was the dog one. The the, the 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 only episode we didn't talk about was the dog one. Well, the we didn't. Yeah, is the dog one where they adopt the dogs, but no, no, no. She adopts a dog. But at the end of it, he gets that dog and two other dogs. Yeah. Well, what happened is, um, she uh, so the 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 food that her new puppy that Alice's new puppy was eating was horse meat. Of course, I didn't know that. Right. She puts it in the ice box. He doesn't even know that they have a dog at this point. Right. Ed and uh, <laughs> Ed takes it out. Ed takes it out. He starts eating it, and so does Ralph. But they don't know what this thing is. They yeah. just think, "Oh, this is good on crackers." And Ed's like, or Ralph's like, "I know what. I'm gonna do something, and I'm gonna make me and Alice rich. So I'm gonna sell this to my boss." He takes it. <laughs> he takes <laughs> it in, <laughs> and the boss, the boss sniffs it. Well, he tastes it, but then he sniffs it and he's like, wait a minute. Well, no, you're almost close. The boss really likes it. He calls in two other people. Yeah. The first guy likes it and the other guy sniffs it and thinks it smells like dog food. Mm. He calls in somebody else. Who, who has dog? who trains who dogs. Who trains dogs and says this is dog food. And Ralph is pissed when he gets home. And so, and, and so Ed, Ed, but Ed is like really allergic to dogs. But he's like, you know, you got to look at this dog because... I honestly think you shouldn't give him away. He's a really nice dog. And, he, and I heard you said it was a cute puppy. Yeah. And so Ralph tells Alice, okay, this dog is going right now. I'm going to take him to the pound. He takes him to the pound. He's about ready to return the dog. And he's looking at the dog. He's carrying it like a baby. Yeah. Oh, isn't that cute? He's okay. carrying the dog like a baby. And he's like, you know, I don't really have anything against you, but I don't think an apartment is good for a dog. And then he, he talks to the... Was the pet store manager, I think? The pet store manager takes the dog in. Some old guy comes out and says, you know, if we can't find a home, we'll destroy this dog in like five days. So Jackie Gleason's like, not my dog. He gets the dog and two other dogs. And that's how the episode ends. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the only one we didn't talk about. It was probably not the best episode. Mm. It was probably my least favorite of the ones we watched last night was the one where... Uh, Ralph borrows $20 from Norton. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he, and, and they're supposed to start this, uh, company together. Well, no, like, you're almost right. And, and this episode had some funny stuff. It just wasn't the best out of the ones we saw. Yeah. And he had been borrowing money from Norton for years. So they make a deal. And Jackie Gleason says, okay, you're giving me $20, but what you're really buying is 20% of the Ralph Cramden Corporation. So, you know, 20% above my salary, anything of that, that that comes is yours automatically. Mm -hmm. Okay. So like a week or two goes by and Norton still hasn't made any money. And he tells Ralph, I want my $20 back. And Ralph basically says, you own 20% of my corporation. And Norton says, okay, well, how about this? How about you give me 35%? And Jackie Gleason is thinking this is a great deal. So he's like, okay, 35%. Then somebody comes by and says that there was a regular passenger, an older lady uh, who used to ride Ralph Cramden's bus who just passed away. And he's left in the will and she's worth like $40 million. So um, he tries to convince Norton that, you know, I've already made this much money for you and you've only had your money with me a couple of weeks and I've already made millions for you. right? Mm -hmm. But Norton isn't having it. They go to the old lady's uh, house. Yeah. <laughs> and he thinks he inherits all her money because he inherits her fortune, which is the name of the parakeet. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. It wasn't yeah. the best one, but it was funny. No. So now you're getting a taste of the show. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, you're like liking it. it. Yeah, I am. That's good. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's... On one hand, I wish they would have done... A couple more seasons, mm -hmm. right? But then on the other hand, it may have been one of those things like The Simpsons to where they go on and then each, you know, they do this brilliant work and then each preceding time they get together, it's just not as good. Uh-huh. So I have mixed feelings about that. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. I get that. I get that. I'm glad you do there, Jable. I'm glad, glad you, you do, do there. Yes, but it's a good show. Yeah. I'm glad we're starting to get into it. R.I.P. to Joyce Randolph. That's crazy that she died this last weekend. That is crazy. And we didn't even know it until this morning. Yep. 
Wow. Yes. Kind of funny. Yes. And of course, when I think of the Honeymooners, I got to think of LL Cool J. Oh, why? Because in that song, My Rhyme Ain't Done yeah. from Bigger and Deffer, yeah. one of the things he talks about is he's like, 11.33, I swear, it's no sooner. I jumped in my TV. I met the Honeymooners. And he does this whole thing about how uh, he goes over to Ralph's place and he's like, uh, Ralph wanted me to spit a couple of rhymes, but I had my eye on Alice's behind. And then he puts on... Um, uh, uh, Norton's hat because he forgot his Kango because you know LL wears a lot of Kangos or at least he did back in the day and he uh -huh. did uh, uh, he broke out um, a microphone from his black uh, briefcase and he started doing some rhymes okay, for them. Explain to me what a Kango is because I don't know what that's. Kango is basically a hat. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. And so, and then like Ralph had the scheme to make money off of LL <laughs> Ralph's. <laughs> Very clever, very yeah. clever. I yeah, say. very clever. Yeah, that could have been a that could have been a fun book. I would have been a great book. <laughs> I would have read something like that. L O Cool J rapping rhyme. I don't know. Rapping with Ralph. Rapping with Ralph could have been a good kids book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. rapping with Ralph. Yeah, I think I saw the adoption episode and the one where the singer visits them, like not long before the pandemic. The singer. Yeah, there's one where there's, there's, um, I forget her name, but there's this singer who's like, she's like Trixie's cousin mm -hmm. and she visits for a house party. Um, and I hadn't seen that one before. So I watched it for the first time, not too long before the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And I saw the adoption <laughs> episode not too long before the pandemic, but I had seen that one years earlier too. And, and you said that when you saw it the first time, were you surprised about how they dealt with it? I was. Um, was it a controversial episode? I don't think it was controversial. Okay. Because the other thing on the show is I don't think Alice and Ralph could physically have kids. Like, one of them had some health issues. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that will be interesting to see. Yeah. And that's also kind of cool, like a childless couple on mainstream television in the 1950s. You know? Yeah, that's, that's something that you didn't talk about because, you know, uh, women were supposed to have as you know have children as 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 they were able but yeah um like maybe but, maybe you could do it if they were a younger couple and they hadn't had kids yet yeah but i mean no what i mean is you know it was expected that women would be having couple uh, uh, be having babies yeah at that time but they didn't really talk about women not being able to have babies mm -hmm. because and now even today it's hard for a woman to talk about not being able to have babies because of miscarriages or uh, stillbirths or that they just were not able to conceive yeah. uh, a baby. And it's it's um, it's hard for women to think about. And and the honeymooners didn't go that far. Like, they never had, like, a miscarriage or stillbirth episode. But still, yeah. just to have it to where they can't have kids is kind of interesting for a 50s sitcom. I think there was an episode on The Nanny where... Um, uh, Fran's character uh, it gets married to Mr. Sheffield, and I think they're supposed to have twins, but I think one of them dies. Uh oh, it's either one or both of them. Go I don't remember, but it was a sad episode. Uh oh, yeah. I usually don't like when sitcoms do serious episodes, but that's starting to change more that I've seen Mary Tyler Moore do it well. You know, mm -hmm. so yeah. It's a complicated thing. Yeah. Yes. But I don't think 90s comms did it well at all. Well, well I mean, with, with the sides for Roseanne, maybe. Yeah. I mean, they, so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, um, some of them, some of them kind of, maybe uh, some, some of them sound really like cheesy and corny, but some of them touch, uh, you know, um, what do you call it? Some of them hit home for me just because the same thing happened, except it was to me. Okay. You know, because there was a cancer episode on. Well, actually, nobody had cancer in this episode, but it was possible that one of the kids from uh, Home Improvement yeah. was going to have cancer. Yeah, I saw that one. That wasn't that good. Yeah, but yeah, but you're thinking about it from your perspective. I didn't know that I was going to have something like that. Yeah, but from the perspective you had when you saw the episode, you hadn't had cancer yet. No, I hadn't, but it was it was scary to know about 
um, children having cancer, even as teenagers. And and also, babes, mm-hmm. if they were going to do that for real, they would have given him cancer. And maybe he wouldn't have died, but we would have seen him have to deal with that. Yeah, they, they could have done it that way. Yeah. But that, and that's the other thing with 90 sitcoms is they always gave the cheap feel good ending. Yeah, they did. You know, so they kind of by doing that always, they lessen the drama of the episode. But I'm not I'm not like really into that as you are, though. Oh. I don't I. There are some episodes that are cheesy and corny and there's some episodes that are not. I'm just saying very special episodes of 90 shows don't work for me. 90 sitcoms. Yeah, yeah, I figured that. You've said that so many times. I know, because it's true. Yeah. But you brought up the nanny, so. I know. I don't know how well that episode holds up to I don't know. I've only seen it maybe once. And in fairness, I wasn't a, I wasn't a hater, but the nanny wasn't like my go-to um, show. I wasn't into that show that much. I mean, I watched maybe a couple of episodes, but I wasn't really into it. Oh. Yeah. I was definitely aware of it. I've maybe seen like a couple of episodes, but, like, I don't know the show. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I've probably seen less than five episodes. Okay. I remember that they have a waiter. I know that they had, like, two or three kids. Uh, and that her mom was there. And there's, there's some stuck-up lady that everybody thought was yeah, a Yeah, Miss Babcock. Bab- Babcock? I think her name was Miss Babcock. Okay. Uh, she was a she was like a ritzy woman. Yeah, but I mean, I didn't I didn't know her name was Miss Babcock. Babcock. That was her last name, I think it okay. is. Nice. I think that's what, that was her last name. But she was she was like a ritzy lady, and I think um um she called she referred to Fran as a nanny fine. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, good. I love you, there, J Lo Babcock. Oh my goodness. J Lo. I think that was her name. I didn't watch a lot of that show. So. Yeah. And I didn't even think it was that funny, but, you know, some people liked it. Some people liked it. It was a pretty big hit. Yeah. Lasted longer than The Honeymooners. I, I, you know, I know that you said that you used to watch Anything But Love. I didn't get into that show. Right. I watched it a couple of times. Mm-hmm. I that's another show. I couldn't tell you like all the characters' names on mm-hmm. it. But I mean, you know me. That's that's almost a given unless mm-hmm. I'm really into a show. Mm-hmm. I'd seen it because. My cousin said it was really funny. I was like nine at the time. Mm-hmm. So we watched like one or two episodes and I thought it was good. But that was it. I I don't really know the show. I'd be, I don't know. I mean, I'm a fan of, I maybe not a fan, but I enjoy Jamie Lee Curtis and um, Richard, uh, what's his, what's, I also want to kill him, Richard Belzer, but that's not right. No, Richard Dreyfus, no. No, no, uh, Richard um, Lewis. Richard Lewis. Yeah. Richard Belzer died. I keep forgetting that. Yeah, he did. Yeah. That's crazy. I know. Yeah, I didn't even know about that. But anyways, I think they're both talented. So uh, who knows? It might be a good show. So my parents used to watch a a drama called 30 something. You've met some of this before. I know I did. But but I was just thinking about all the shows that I didn't really get into, like 30 something. Uh I was too young for that. Yeah. I want to start watching China Beach at some point. That's a military show, isn't it? I think so. I think it's based in Vietnam. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't, I didn't get into it, but I think my parents, uh, my parents liked it. Oh, okay. Yeah, China Beach, China and Beach. and um, I think the song was it called Reflections by the Supremes. Yeah, um, was the theme song of the the show. Nice. Yeah. Good stuff there. Reflections Jim. of the way life used to be. Reflections of the way life used to be. Yeah. Yes. I get yes. Oh, when I was in the shower, you had something you wanted to add to the order last night. It, it, or this it, morning. It didn't. I don't <clears throat> know. For some reason, I'm not able to add it. It was supposed to be lemon juice, but I can get that another time. Yeah. It's not letting me add it. So last night, we watched The Honeymooners. Yeah. And we get ready for bed. Uh-huh. And I said, babes, you might want to put in an Instacart order now because our weather has been very tricky. Mm-hmm. You were very reluctant. We checked on the app and it said like the earliest order you could get is at one thirty tomorrow afternoon. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, babes, you got to put in an order now because by tomorrow morning it's going to be filled up. You were you did not want to do that. Drag you cr- kicking and screaming to the Instagram. It, it wasn't like that, but I was just like, all right, I'll. I'll do it for you at least. <laughs> but then when you put in the order, it gives you the option from eleven to two. Yeah, it did. So it's very 
confusing to me. It was really confusing. Mm-hmm. And, and, it, and it said, oh, you can get $2 off if you have a three-hour um, uh, a three-hour time slot. Yeah, why not then? Yeah, know? why not? Take it. Yep. Because I was, the, the thing I didn't want to happen is it getting into my class time because I have a class at two virtually. Exactly. And I can start work on the meal while you're doing class if you want. If, if I get it before then, yeah. Yeah. Yes. So we'll see. Actually, I don't know because you also want to do, oh, I could do rice. Yeah, I, I could do, do the rice. rice. I could do the rice too. Yeah, but you don't have to. I mean, I have a rice cooker and it, and it's, and it, um, the jasmine rice won't stick. I don't like your rice cooker. Well, you just don't know how to use it. But babes. <laughs> stop, 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 stop. You dissed my rice cooker. No, but babe. Yeah, yeah but we, we can. We've had issues with that cooker. No, but the it's. Can it, I? No. No, you can't. No, you said your piece on it, Bubs. You said your piece. We know what you think about rice cookers, especially now, mine. I will say this. I've seen videos where, like, Joshua Weissman will even use a rice cooker. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's a very much a stickler for things. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Um, I know. I I don't. I don't know if you use it properly. Are we allowed? I do. Are we allowed to talk about parchment paper yesterday? No. Or? Okay. No, I I don't paper. think we need to talk about all of my flaws. Okay. Or all of my mess ups. Okay. I think we should talk about yours. <laughs> but then it would be very quick. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay, yeah, yeah. I don't think we need to talk about that. It was very frustrating. Yes. The rest, the, yeah. We're, I'm trying to figure out a better way to handle, you know, making it yes. better. And I could tell you the better way, but, you know. I, you you know, did. I did. Yes, you did. You even showed me. Yes, yes, yes. Bubs. Yes, babes. Mm. I love you, babes. Mm. I Slapped your boy. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> hey, don't block. Don't block what? Dave, I don't want you to do anything that's not heteronormative. Oh. Although, I have had. Okay, okay. That's enough. <laughs> I ha- you slapped me. I, know. I have had, you know, some experience when I was part of uh, certain communities. Okay, that's enough. What? I already know what you're going to talk about. Dominatrix. I know. We talked about this the other day. We're sending this episode to your mama. No, we're no, not. We're not. No, I don't think she needs to know about that. I got a question for you, babes. What? So you're always saying when I talk about my past, I hope my mom doesn't hear this. But at the same times, time, times, (laughs) at the same time, your mom is a Christian and Christians always have this idea of forgiveness and the idea of, well, everybody has a past. And they it seems to me like Christians love stories about somebody who is a horrible person and then found Jesus. So why would it matter what type of past I have? I don't know if I'm ready for her to know about that. I mean, oh. it's just... And, and also, too, our podcast is a private one between us. I don't really know that everybody needs to know our business. Okay. I'm a private person. You know, there are things that need to be private. And I don't... I don't know that <laughs> telling uh, ev- anything and everything uh, to my mother would be a good idea. Oh. And she probably would encourage me to dump you. Yeah, but you just say, well, this was before Rick found the Lord. But she already knows that you haven't. I told her that, by oh. the way. She already knows that. Oh. How, by the way, how did that conversation go? I know it was a while ago. But did I, you? Go ahead. What? I, I'm just curious. How did that conversation go? Where you said that I was a non-believer. Um, well, I told her that you were searching because you are. You 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 said that you were kind of like you you're asking questions. Um, we didn't really discuss it that much. Nice. I just told her that you know we we um, I think I told her that uh, before we had our first Bible study. We're gonna have a Bible study. I don't know how it's gonna go. Um, he's asking questions. Um, things like that. We don't really discuss it that much, nice. but she already knows. She already knows that about you. Nice, nice. And meanwhile, we have like the funnest Bible studies you've ever had. I don't know if it's fun or you. Just... You don't have fun during our Bible studies. Well, it's 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 not dull. I can tell you that. Okay. It's just I don't know. It's 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 a uh, it's it's uh, I don't know how to explain it. It's fun. 
It's fun for you. Yes. And it's unorthodox. It's definitely unorthodox, but if I had my way, it would be a lot more strict. Well, and if I had my way, we wouldn't do it. Bubs! Ow, 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 You're right, you're right. You're trying to hurt my hand. No, I was trying to block you from, like, going after me. <laughs> and instead, you can just, like, listen to my comments and you go, Ow, I did. Okay. Yeah, it's... but then you try to attack me. Ugh. I don't rock <laughs> you what? I don't block you like this, putting my hand out. Oh, okay. Just just, just remember, my hands are a lot smaller than yours. Okay, okay. Yeah, but, you know, so it's a compromise. <laughs> <laughs> but. What? What? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe one day, maybe, babes, we'll do a nude one. But. Maybe. I said maybe. Don't even, don't even suggest Why? it. It ain't going to happen. Why? Were we. Oh, hold on. Oh. Hold on. Were we born with clothes on? No, but there's a reason why we wear clothes. By the way, if if you if you haven't read the Adam and Eve story, which I think you should, um, after they um ate the fruit, they covered themselves with fig leaves because they were ashamed. Oh, uh -uh. they did they did sin against God, so they had to. the 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 fig leaves were supposed to be clothes because had a uh, um had God know well, of course God knew about that. Um, they didn't want. Um, they didn't want them to be, um, seen, uh, they didn't, they didn't want God to see the naked truth, quote unquote. Okay. I have a dumb question for you. Oh. Well, actually I have a couple of questions for you. We have to go here. Really quick. So Adam and Eve don't have any kids until after they leave the garden of Eden. And I'm just, I, that's my I think, okay. I think it's correct. Okay. I know that they, yeah. Okay. So they leave the garden of Eden and they start having kids. Couldn't God put some like mystical thing on Eve where all of her kids are born with clothes on? Bubs, I can't answer that. I don't know. Okay. I mean, if he's all powerful and if he doesn't well, want naked well, bodies. Well, first off, this is an example of putting God in a box. You can't expect him to do what you want him to do. Right. It work that way. But you're also assuming that he has a problem with nudity. That's your assumption. And my thing is, well, if he has a problem with nudity, he could easily create a situation where there is no nudity. Oh, my goodness. Stop it. Couldn't? I mean, if he... Ah! So, I'm just saying, <laughs> if he's all-powerful, you know, for an all-powerful guy, there seems to be a lot of stuff he can't do. Well, Bubs, I, like I told you, he doesn't work that way. Okay, all right, all right. Him to, to, you can't just expect him to act like people. Well, all I'm saying, babes... All, no. I'm, all I'm saying, and mm -hmm. keep it calm, oh. is that if I have a problem with something and I could easily fix it, then I would easily fix the yeah, problem. Yeah, but like I said, he doesn't think the way that you do. Okay. That's all I can tell you about that. He, you know, yes, it would be interesting if he had people born with clothes, but there's a reason why clothes are made. Okay. <laughs> there, there's a reason why clothes are made. Um, and it, yeah. You got to do some studying, folks. Uh, okay, babes. We clearly don't see eye to eye on this. We clearly need to do more studying. Oh, my goodness. Give me a kiss. No. Yeah. I don't want... Real <laughs> questioning boy. <laughs> Thoughtful boy. Thoughtful boy? Yeah, I don't know about that. Oh, this cold weather is just making my lips parched. I know, I know. I hate that so much. They're saying we're going to be out of it by tomorrow afternoon. Yeah. So we'll see. I am. Uh, yeah. Every time people say it's going to warm up, it's it's not always clear exactly when things are going to start. You know, getting to the point where people will be able to drive and walk safely. I mm -hmm. don't know. I don't know. We'll see. But we'll figure it out at some point. Yeah. 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 Yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Babes. Yeah. We're almost at eleven. I know this is a shorter one again, but you know. It's been a crazy week. It's been a crazy week. All that good stuff. Um, it's definitely been uh, it's definitely been a crazy week weather wise. It's uh, I mean, I wasn't even sure that you should have come over uh in the beginning because of you know you just got back from a trip. Yeah. What do you think about? I mean, do you think that it um. Like, are you are you glad that she came over yeah, here? Yeah, I am. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, I hope you're glad too, babes. Well, like I said privately to you, I'd rather be stuck in a storm with you than with anybody else. Thank you. I Thank don't know of anyone else I wouldn't I would want to be stuck in a storm with. Oh, good. Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah, and and we were really prepared. I'm very glad we had a lot of food. Yeah, me too. We have we have quite a bit of desserts actually. Well, not really. We have some cookies and some fudge left. That's it, right? Well, we have cookies and fudge. We also have some chocolate. Ooh, okay. That we didn't finish. I like the sound of that, babes. Yeah. Yes. Um. And uh, if all goes well, we'll be getting some Pepsi. Nice. No, we, 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 well, okay, maybe we would have a lot of desserts, but we do have fudge that we didn't finish all the way. And what we lack in desserts, we make up for in love. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Yes. That's, uh, that's kind of corny, but I like it. It's kind of funny. Yes. Um, so, yeah, it's been a crazy few days. It has. Um, but again, I'd rather be stuck in this with you than anybody else. I feel the same way about you there, little J-Wolf. Yeah, J-Wolf. Yeah, J-Wolf. Yeah. I haven't had any notifications, but I'm okay. sure I'll be getting some soon. Good, good, good. Hopefully sooner than later. Yes. Well, babes. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to talk about? No. All right. Rest in peace to the great Joyce Randolph. Right. Who is formerly the last surviving member of the original cast of the Honeymooners, outlived Art Carney by just over 20 years because I believe he died around Thanksgiving time in 2003. Audrey Meadows was like 2001, I want to say. Wow. And Jackie Gleason was the first to go in 1987. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, because I've heard about him when I was really little, but I always wondered if he was still alive but apparently he's he'd already died yep wow rest in peace rest in power i will say oh to the great joyce randolph okay give me a kiss why this is for joyce oh my goodness i dedicate this uh, this kiss to the late joyce randolph oh geez. i will be kissing my j-lo randolph <laughs> j-lo randolph yeah why not oh yeah i love how my nose <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Bye bye for now. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.